0: conundrum is that um ground control bot of course i just i haven't had time or motivation to update it recently i think my lack of motivation is honestly that i can't see launches from where i live now so i'm like less i'm like it it actually it actually kind of hurts like i'm like i don't i can't step outside and see it you know so but somebody has emailed me Mm -hmm. and i'm like i'm sorry i've been busy you know i intend to get back around to it maybe not i don't know kind of like wishy-washy answer And then the dude replied and was like, do you have like a a Patreon or something that we can support you? And I want to be like, no, I want you to like give money to your food bank or something (laughs) like just give me. Yeah, but that
1: won't help the work. That (laughs) won't
0: help the work get done. Yeah. But money won't either. No, I I know. It's like you could send me money, but it's not going to make it any higher priority for me. Like I need the motivation.
1: So you can maybe send me like a a check.
0: It is. And I but I also want to be like, I appreciate that. Would you like to take it over? There's the code. <laughs> um, maybe that's it. Maybe I just need to figure out one time, like how to send out a message to all the Slacks and be like, "Hi, I'm done with this. If you're interested, please email me."
1: Well, you could just be like, "Do you want to be a collaborator?" Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Is it it's still it still sends out stuff to Slack though, doesn't it, or does it not? That's currently just dis- I had it disabled at the moment because it was um working mostly, except that once every 24 hours it sent out some like a weird update that was not appropriate, like. It wasn't inappropriate, but it wasn't accurate.
1: Oh, I was like, what is this? I it was saying? like, ooh,
0: somebody hacked the <laughs> API they're using. No
1: the bot I, that is that was... sentient and it's getting saucy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> saucy bot. <laughs> mm. Um yeah, so no, it was just it was like it was data for upcoming launches, but it, it didn't fit the parameters of an hour or five minutes or one minute. It was just mm. like, hey, sometime our here's the next five launches in case you needed to know and if it's 30 days away that's gonna be annoying for 30 days yeah you know um not that it's a quiet bot by any stretch of the imagination it's (laughs) it's pretty loud i mean the launch cadence has gone up quite a bit from when it first launched when the bot launched not the first launch Mm -hmm. so we understood yeah but i also don't want like it also um it also has a problem of like i built it in wordpress and it has like I did some things early on because I thought, well, this is gonna be installed in like three teams. Who cares? You know? So that's I made some not... decisions and it it's I have got some scaling issues. Like there's a post meta lookup that's problematic. And it would be less problematic if I didn't have a, you know, hundred thousand rows in the post con- or the WP post table, right? So there's all that too. And I don't even know what I'm keeping. Like it's the person that wrote this left really crappy documentation. <laughs> There they <laughs> so yeah. Yeah.
1: I did that with SpaceBot. I went like I just went back and was just like, who wrote this? <laughs> I
0: I guess I I guess I'm still on the same page. I feel like this that phase of my life is past, and I just want to say that and be like, no, I'm shutting it down. That's what I need to do.
1: That's fine. I don't think enough people do that with things, to be yeah. honest. Sometimes yeah. things just it's, keep going. It's,
0: it probably is
2: worth sending out a, a Slack message in th- mm-hmm. via the bot and then putting a, a message on the GitHub repository that says, hey, this is being retired. Um, and then you can also archive the project on GitHub. Um, but I don't know if you necessarily if you're if 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 there is a possible feature where you transfer ownership of the repository to somebody else to own, then it doesn't necessarily make sense to to actually archive it. Yeah.
0: I guess my other problem is I look at it and I'm like, I made some, I made some architecture decisions that I want to undo. And I'm like, well, maybe instead of undoing them, I should just migrate to a system. that's more appropriate for this, you know?
1: But is this all happening between like midnight and 6 AM? Like.
0: <laughs> so i like, when I do this. Yeah. Yeah. Like 2025. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the moment, no, I'm not like, I honestly, I, this guy sent this email, very polite. Mm-hmm. um but he sent it and it was like i want to say it was like launch day last week or something like that so this email came in and i saw the notification of my watch and i'm not even sure where my personal address is set up maybe it's just on the website and i don't realize it um maybe it's in slack i don't know somewhere my email address is set up a support and so this this email came in it was super polite and i want to be like i'm launching like way more important things right now i couldn't care about like but i you know i i yeah, I waited a day and then sent like a reasonable reply as opposed to being like, "Yeah, nuts to you, buddy." So.
1: And maybe they're not even a dev. They just really love space launches.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the I, it, thing too. Like, I I think that it it. Yeah, they're definitely not. Yeah, they're definitely not. I get I get messages like that from people who aren't. I was getting a message. Oh, what was the plugin that that? Oh, is the progress bar plugin? Um, one of the very first plugins I ever wrote and put up on WordPress.org, uh, and all it does is this silly CSS progress bar, um, mm. and it's a short code, so you just do like, you know, WP. I think it's WPPB, like WordPress progress bar, uh, and then like. There's a number of different things you can add to it, but the default is just like um, progress equals and then and then a number. And then it turns that into a percent out of 100. But you could do a whole bunch of other things. Um, You can do math. You could do like 120 out of 150 um, and you can put different text in there. Um, And there was some. I don't know, it showed up on patch stack uh, with some security vulnerability. which I don't even really get because like it's a freaking short code. Like what
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: What could it possibly? Um, I, I did fix it. So, you know, anybody watching or listening to this can know that it's a safe and secure plugin, um, for what it's worth. Uh, but yeah, the person that was the person that reported it was just a random person using it and they weren't even getting the report from PatchStack directly. They were getting the report from some other security plugin that used PatchStack's API to report on issues. So this was already like second hand, like third hand, you know, and when they asked about it to the plugin, the plugin said, well, it's just on this report over here. Um, You know, we don't know anything about it either. Um, because I was like, because I, I think I asked, like, a,
0: what in God's name could possibly be insecure about a short code? Yeah, this doesn't that seem a little like irresponsible on that that like middle plugins, like hey, we we got this great database of of risks and yeah, this was in there. But what, I mean, what's what's the risk? I don't know. We did, we just looked at this other database. Right. Yeah,
2: and it's, I I think it was a I think it was like a a cross site scripting thing where like text wasn't being escaped properly because mm-hmm. there is a possibility that you could put just user text but, into the progress bar and because it wasn't being escaped before. I mean, like stuff oh, that would only be stuff that would only be affected if you already had admin access and I basically said that too, but like also I wanted to make the alert go away so I, you know, yeah, did do the fix obviously. Um but uh and I also then added um uh, that, that was when I, I wrote my first uh, GitHub action because um, I wanted to have something that would perhaps tell me when there was a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the GitHub action is based on so, TenUp has a plugin vulnerability uh, monitor thing. It's not an action, it's a thing. I don't know. Um, tool. Um, which can use patch stack or, I don't know, whatever the other ones are. There's like three. Um, a WP scan is one of them. And then there's the one that's not owned by Automatic and that also isn't uh, patch stack. Um, and the last one is free for basic things. The other two require like a fee to access the API. So I I basically I wrote this action that hooks into their thing. You can pass which library you want to use uh, and if it needs like authentication or whatever. And then um and then it will give you an alert if the code that you're shipping ha is uh you know a problem. And so if you are a plugin, then you could add it to your plugin repository, GitHub Actions, and it will say, hey, your plugin is vulnerable. Now I realized after I read all of this stuff that this is checking an existing database. It's not going to tell you that the code that you shipped was vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's just Until telling it's you made if, that database, yeah. It's just telling you that a vulnerability exists in the database with this plugin because it installs a plugin and then runs the check on it. Yeah. Um, so it's not, you know, as
0: useful as it could have been,
2: <laughs> but it's um, a thing.
0: That matters less, though. Like at least it's happening and the alerts are taking place. Mm-hmm. Like we push code, you go, oh, I yeah, should fix that can, while I'm can, thinking about
2: it. You can hook it to a cron, and then it can just be like a thing that runs periodically. And
0: have you, you used win. GitHub's uh, action cron stuff? A little it's bit. It's Terrible, is it? It's it's completely unreliable. It's like it, it's it, yeah. It's not. Is it cron. worse than WordPress? Is uh, it depends on how much traffic you get to your WordPress site, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know i don't know what the trigger is but it's definitely not reliable you'd like do this every five minutes and it's like eh. i'll see how i'm <laughs> feeling
1: <laughs> like, i
0: mean maybe i'll skip that one it's i, it's just I like, wouldn't i wouldn't expect a
2: cadence of every five minutes anyway probably i would probably only run it once a day or once an hour or something
0: yeah well in this case that makes sense and it would probably be fine at that but for small things like yeah um Well, for small things, you should probably be doing it on commit
2: anyway. I mean, unless it's like a unless it's an action that's going to take a really long time to run even
0: then. um, Yeah, we were we were kind of abusing it. We were using it to pull an external system to determine some other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And so the frequency was helpful during the day, um, especially as it related to like live sales. But what are you going to do it? We did. We didn't need to use GitHub Actions for that. It was arbitrary that we used that. We needed something automated, and we didn't have a machine lying around that we could do it with. But the right thing to do would be stand up a machine that's purposes to run this cron,
2: or use something more robust than GitHub Actions, like Circle CI or something, to do
0: that thing. Yeah, we we uh, we ran into a fun one. I don't want to talk about code anymore. Never <laughs> mind.
1: I mean, I I don't even really want to talk about it when I have to for work. So
2: <laughs> we, have a, got... we had a we had a viewer. <laughs> I say this like it's a shock. I we had we had a comment on a recent video. Oh. Yeah, uh, that evidenced that or that that they said, hey, I will subscribe. And then I actually saw them subscribe. So um, yeah, so welcome. yeah, welcome what's the Um, name let me find uh let me find the comment um oh no i can't find it
0: i while you're looking for the comment i will say i was on a call yesterday with some devs and um we had covered our topics and then we got into like a conversation about the craft of writing software and that was a lot more fun and the next thing i knew we were like 20 minutes over our time and (laughs) I'm like, "Oh, if you need to leave, you can go. I didn't mean to keep anyone." And they were like, "They we were we were all on the same page. Like, no, this was fun to have like a deep cuz we're very different disciplines, so it was a lot of dialogue and back and forth and how do you dot 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 and it was really mm-hmm. fun and helpful. Um
2: uh, the user's the user is uh Zephyr spelled with an 8.
0: <laughs> Z- I'm not sure
2: where the 8 would be in there. Z H P H Y
0: capital R Um, okay and uh I'm like well it's not the first I know right it could literally be any other letter (laughs) any other letter in there (laughs) or maybe not even the letter just the letter the number eight injected who found
2: us who found us via the genre nader API uh oh yeah welcome yeah yes we're not we're not shutting that down I guess (laughs) yeah (laughs) that works (laughs) well it's also running on the website so we'd have to shut the website down for the genre to to not work yeah not not that i'm like actively testing it probably that's a thing that we could write a github action just to like do a proof of life to say like hey it still works (laughs) yeah like you know automated checking to make sure that it's still pinging
0: i um yeah I, i i uh I see the number going up every day in our DevOps channel, Mm -hmm. and I'm confused as to why. Did we ever figure out why it goes up as much as it does every day? No. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I assume
2: assume that there are things that... I mean, it hasn't gone up in a while. It's been 4,289,805 genres for a while. Maybe
0: we've reached the limit. Of what's in there?
2: Maybe we reached maybe 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 we reached some sort of uh, big int uh, value where it actually can't increment more than that. Listen, I said I didn't want to talk about code, but now I want to find out. <laughs> it's actually been that number for quite a while.
0: To me, it doesn't work. Let Damn me uh,
2: let me <laughs> let me generate
0: a new uh new genre. Well, I don't uh, I don't think that. That's the thing. Is it is it know, a standalone but... plugin? Oh no, we use uh how do I yeah. keep track of that? Sure. Maybe.
2: <laughs> um that's the genre needer API. Uh I want to okay, here's the there's the endpoint. So I'm creating a genre and it is Doing something, maybe, maybe not. Oh, no, it did. Bunk, (laughs) Bunk Viola Acoustica. Mm. That's a good one. Uh, Okay, can I do a count? 4,630,786. So it did go up. Uh, let me confirm. Yes, but perhaps the alert bot is not getting the right number because that number is different. So.
1: But how did we get to four million in the first place?
2: I mean, I do think.
0: I don't know. <laughs> so but, genre count. But is in the binary jazz genre nator genre count function.
2: Uh, I I do think that well for at least when we had the Genrenator, uh Twitter bot mm-hmm. spitting stuff out like once an hour. Oh, you're right. Then, um, then it would be making a lot of stuff that way. And if anybody is using it to do that sort of thing, automated type stuff, then um, then it could get big that way.
0: um this is compelling content I realized I know that.
2: we can also compelling, can also,
1: compelling audio, audio content Really,
2: yeah we can also do uh you can also do genre with a number at the end um to do a bunch of genres so that'll well, give us another 25 <laughs> that I just did
0: gypsy yeah. saxophone that's a little yeah. bit tame actually so um I just realized that we are not checking for duplicates. Yeah, no, for sure. We're for sure we're not checking for duplicates because we're just
2: iterating every time somebody creates a genre. There's no way that, like, yeah, we may have created every possible genre in
0: existence, but, we'll, but we will never know.
2: But we will never know. But that number is probably something ridiculously, stupidly high considering the number of variables that we fed into this thing. Well, that was my
0: other thought. Is it would be nice to know what that number, like the potential maximum, is? I bet that's something that's calculable. It is. Yes, it's. Um, yeah, I don't remember how to do that calculation, but yes, it's like. It's like, okay, so we would like
2: multiply like instruments by beats, by adjectives, by prefixes, by suffixes, by regions, by genres, because each one of those things can get have any of the other previous things or something. Yeah, but then I think it's
0: minus one or something at the end. Sure. If you it doesn't so. matter. Yeah. It's, it's, it is a big number, yeah. Had yeah. a zap
2: two step flow. I'm I'm down with that one. Gothic <laughs> crossover dance. That's pretty good. I I uh space dub fusion. I, I, I mean, honestly, like it's still a really good bot. These are really <laughs> these are these, these are
0: legit genres that I would like listen to. <laughs> um I, I've shared before that like the 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 best crowds I get when I play at nursing homes are if I open like before bingo. So I was thinking, Bingo Prelude would be, Bingo a Prelude, good moniker, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like as it a, sounds, as a kind of sounds like a name,
2: or as a as a genre. as a performing we as a performing make name, a for me. name generator.
0: My name is Bingo Prelude. Call well, it you can bingo. just
1: add that to the genre nator. It'll say a genre, and then be like, you know, like. <laughs>
0: An well, example no, it musician needs, or it band. Needs, so
1: it needs, it
2: needs a different. It needs a different API though. Like the genreinator API could hook into the the bandrenator API. <laughs>
1: Bandination. Um,
0: <laughs> I, we probably have talked about this before, but I don't recall. Have you all watched Phineas and Ferb?
2: uh there's a character small in small amounts and i know that this has come up uh, in the podcast
0: before the inator dr doofenshmirtz everything he creates is is it's a funny it's a it's a good show it's, it's 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 a it's a
2: worthwhile uh way to name things we have uh we have the update nator um mm. At at Pantheon, which is a Somebody's a Dr.
0: Doofenshmirtz fan. An, an
2: automation tool that updates things.
0: <laughs> um, I have a thing that builds facets called a facet innator. That's
1: yeah. pretty good.
2: It the, the update inator actually requires two parts. There is the update mm. which is the tool itself, and then there is the update innate function. Um, but update innate uh has been renamed to update tool because having update nate and update nator was too difficult for people to remember. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> like, because it's already confusing enough to 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 know, to try to figure out which tool you need to edit to add a new thing to update to nate. Because it's <laughs> it's not super clear where that code lives just at a glance. Oh. So it's always one of those things where, where it's like where do I put this yeah. we're talking about code again let's not talk about code yeah. uh so let's talk about AI I don't no have anything new to say about AI
0: <laughs> let's talk about something although our
2: last uh our last uh show description was written uh, partially by AI
0: well if you'll recall I got a pep talk from AI and I yeah not Do you yet. feel Pepper. pepped. Do you feel no, pepped sufficiently? Not even pepped? a little. Um, let me tell you about my breakfast yesterday because okay. it was it was it, it was real. <laughs> Please I, um, tell
1: me that your breakfast wasn't created by AI. Compelling,
0: no. compelling audio content. We again. have some really nice English muffins right now. And um a thing that avocados? neither Allison nor
2: I can eat, I think.
0: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um so I fried two eggs and put avocado on top no i put english muffin then avocado then the eggs on top and i usually go the other direction i put the avocado on top of the egg but reversing that order made all the difference in the world and i don't know why i haven't done that before um i'm still thinking about it and it's been 36 hours i agree
1: with the new order
0: yeah what what was i doing before like i
1: don't know it's like you weren't living your life to its fullest
0: (laughs) i think i think in my head i was like well i'm having eggs and english muffin avocado, and i can do like a half yes. of one so it was garnish on top right but no actually if you put it underneath number one i can eat more of it because i feel like it's more important but and, oh so good god so good um but then also like it it actually serves like the place of like i don't need to butter the english muffin because i've got this yummy avocado there so um anyway that was a quality life improvement for me <laughs> We had an avocado
2: recently that was of the variety where, um, like, the middle is super hard randomly. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, the outside feels normal. So, like, you cut into it uh, and then it's like, wait, I can't, I can't, I can't actually cut this in half and I can't actually scoop the thing. And then it's just a big mess of avocado in my hand.
0: And that's a
1: disappointment.
0: Yeah, it is. This shirt, I don't know why I can't see the cut avocado without launching half of it against myself and leaving (laughs) a green spot on my shirt. (laughs) So that's my current struggle is, is you kind a of- I mean, I have that with all apron. food.
1: Yeah.
0: I need, need a what?
1: An avocado apron.
0: <laughs> I do. I have a nice apron. I don't know why I don't wear it when I'm cutting avocado. Because <laughs> so, I'm doing it for breakfast, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: yeah Aprons uh, feel like overkill for making breakfast. It's just it's just a couple eggs. I don't know. I, I wish or avocados
1: were less expensive.
0: I don't
2: know. Where how do you they even are. get- where, In Canada, on an island- where do avocados come from are they shipped from mexico (laughs) yeah most of
1: our avocados are from california or mexico um you can't really grow avocados here unless it's in a greenhouse some people do Mm. it on there's a woman who can do it on salt spring island because we were trying to figure out whether we could grow avocados yeah but we don't have a greenhouse yet so um yet we'll see yeah i know (laughs) well with the the promise of a i mean avocados are three dollars here so like I mean, Canadian, so work that out as it may. I
2: don't know what that I, means. Is I, that worse or better? Dollar. I'm not even
1: sure. <laughs> it's probably like um, I think it's a little bit.
2: I think it's a little bit less than ours.
1: It's like a half, like double. So well, a buck and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I think you're. I think that. Wow, I don't know if what
2: that's, I if that's the conversion, course. that's gone way down because I, I, yeah. When I was looking at uh, houses in. Canada a couple years ago, it was like, maybe like 70 cents to the dollar or something to something like that. So it was I like, just, you could just like say, okay, this number, and like a ish. little bit less.
1: Yeah, I'd I assume... have, have to double check, but I generally just, I don't know. It works in my favor if I'm making us but if I'm making yeah. Canadian, it's all same, same. <laughs>
0: yeah, I um I just assume that it's always $10 more in Canada if I've learned anything from the back of books. Because the price is U.S. and then Canada is 10 Why are more. books
1: so expensive? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm like, what are we doing wrong?
0: <laughs> the price of well, paper. You would expect the price to be dropping since the books that are being removed from school libraries have to go somewhere.
1: Yeah. And you think they're going to Canada?
0: <laughs> I, I, wouldn't you? <laughs> if you were a book in a library in Florida, I would go to Canada.
1: Well, I just send them to Canada.
2: It's I th- There's... There's a pattern that happens occasionally on Quora, I get my stupid Quora digest every day or whatever. And so I've seen this type of question before, where it's not really a question. It's like, I am leaving the country uh, and moving to insert new country, because I don't like insert chief of state yeah um, oh, yeah what do I need to know or something and the answer is almost invariably so it's the country is either Canada but the most recent one that I saw was like New Zealand or Australia and the answer was no you're not
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> because because it was like no we actually like you need to like show that you're a value you would be a valuable citizen that we would want before you can even get a a, a visa to live here like you're not just moving
1: <laughs> there is a weird. I want to say American centric thing of just like, well, I can just move. I can just go. And I'm like, uh, no, no, yeah. that's not the case with any other, co- like every other country is like, Oh, I want to try to immigrate and do this. Mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah. Cause there's steps.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you, do you think that's why do you think that is? Is it just like ignorance and just like, like, Extending the, the concept of like, person, I have a blue passport, I can go wherever I want. The so. type
2: of person that would write a question on a question and answer site like Quora, who would say, I'm upset about X person leading the country, I'm going to leave the country, is not the type of person who is likely to have done the research involved in understanding what the complexity of immigrating into another country would be.
1: Yeah, because it's different than some someone like looking for some anecdotal uh, like experience of being like, hey, I've looked into this. I, I'm i thinking about doing this path. Like,
2: oh, because okay, I actually looked at what immigrating to Canada would be. You're, like, I've done you're the saying, research.
0: You're saying the Venn diagram of the person asking this question on Quora and the person that's bumped into international living is there's no intersection. Yeah. OK. <laughs> How is that for a poll? Feel feel pretty good about that today. <laughs> that's good.
1: I also think that, like, I don't know. I don't think we're I don't think we're taught a lot about history in the states in the same way that other countries are forced to learn about U.S. history. (laughs) I mean, okay,
0: so I think
2: think that there is, I think that there is like, there is like the, however, the Venn diagram of people who complain about like. People immigrating across the southern border into the US, and mm. the people who don't understand the actual steps involved in legally immigrating into a country is probably like pretty – like there's definitely a,
0: a fair bit of overlap in the It middle, looks almost right? like a circle. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, what I was going to say is um, –
2: Because essentially uh, those are the people that they're basically asking that question and saying I'm going to do this thing myself um for this other country that isn't the U.S. yeah I went and saw Oppenheimer on Sunday oh good yeah
1: hey I'm seeing it I'm uh, seeing it today (laughs) no spoilers I have
2: not seen um but uh Aaron's grandfather worked with Oppenheimer and so I have one question about the movie is there a character in the movie uh who may or may not be named Lawrence Johnston uh who
0: worked on the detonator If Johnston was messaged it was mentioned it was only in passing in a scene it was not a primary character that I, I have memory of. so okay. maybe but I don't think so.
2: I, I was curious uh I was I was just curious because um because he knew he knew him as Oppie apparently
0: and he's, he's, he he's that nickname is used often in the movie by many people. For him, yeah, and
2: and also like anybody who is asking who anybody who is doing research uh, up and like even towards the end of his life, anybody who's doing research into like the bomb and how it was made and like all the research and like all the research labs and all the scientists that worked on it, he was one of the last living scientists to work on stuff. So he became a source of a lot of that
0: historical information.
2: Hmm. Your
1: primary source,
0: yeah. yeah. It, it. I'm gonna set the movie aside because it, it's it's. I mean, as far as movies go, it's fine. It's good. I <laughs> I enjoyed it. Um. So could it
1: have, could it have been shorter? I that's my concern going into it today.
0: Yeah, it could have. Yeah. Because I'm so.
1: driving an hour to go yeah. to the IMAX theater to see it.
0: <laughs> yeah, it could have been, but Barry um, or Victoria. I, Victoria. I, oh. I think that I think that it actually tries to accomplish two things in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I won't go any further than that, but the thing that that bothered me leaving was like um it only briefly touched on like the i don't even say briefly cuz it did touch on but it didn't touch on deeply enough like the moral implications of dropping the bomb and because um,
2: in my understanding working with my knowledge of a primary source of information um that was not something they considered they yeah, they so were they, they sh- were I mean, they kind of they kind of were, but it was more like of a like. This is being done so that. Worse things don't happen like
0: we're and and like, if we don't do it, someone else is going to beat us to it, Um, so need to get. Whatever scientists we can on our side so that we can do it first. Um, And that I don't know that I go so far with ai destroying the world but i i do feel a little bit of that in other technologies where it's like it's the jurassic park thing like we're so obsessed if we could we shouldn't didn't stop to think if we should Mm -hmm. and maybe even that conversation like should happen but it was like well if we don't someone else is going to and then what do we do and it's like i I mean i just i struggle so much with like there's only one country in the history of the world that's dropped a, a nuclear weapon and they did it twice and it's it it's like you can't it's baked in and and to 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 plaster over that you have to say, well it was the right thing to do. Otherwise right. and and, and I, I think I think that's I never want to say that there's um a country is built around um moral shortcomings, like especially the country that I live in, because that feels gross, right? And and like an ignorant thing to say, but but that portion is is that, that has not been handled or it um yeah that has been handled or thought through or dealt with or considered or you know we won we won the war and moved on and that was it mm-hmm. like it it's a cancerous part of U.S history one of you know one of many one yes one of well and I I mean and there's we've certainly seen the threads around like oh well they use this unoccupied land in New Mexico well, well I yeah I, I guess unoccupied by like By white like people scientists <laughs> yeah like right exactly yeah well it's, it's it's a lot less populated after that yeah um yeah 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 so i mean that's part of it too is that is that like where does that sit in the history books after another 50 years of digesting it he was
2: very lawrence johnston was very religious too like very very much so um uh, um and like studied it like academically as well and i always found that an interesting tension um and i didn't ask him about it i didn't dig into it i probably wouldn't have if i had an opportunity Mm. to like there's a there's just a lot of like i don't i don't know how he got to the that point or if it's if it was a response to having to work on stuff and, and having these moral quandaries or if it was just that's just how he
0: is and how he thinks normally I kind of think it's probably the latter uh um even age I think that's fair but also you know that that dovetails nicely with the concept of sin right mm-hmm. like that I can I can atone for my bad things in some way so that that whole atonement and making right is 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 a probably uh, really tempting concept if you're involved in something like that right Mm -hmm. Um, he was
2: of the uh what's it called intelligent design uh philosophy where like mm. the idea that the 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 branch of Christianity that merges that basically says like yeah science is real and also God made science so that's why everything's yeah. great
0: <laughs> I would I would assume like an atomic mind and creationists are probably mutually exclusive if we're talking Venn diagrams there's no right. <laughs> overlap <up> there <laughs> yeah although I say that and honestly like I guess if someone were to tell me that they fit both categories I'd be like I mean of course it's 2023 and Twitter or <laughs> used to exist why, why wouldn't that be a thing? Sure. It's now X.
2: I don't know. Maybe X, you don't pronounce X, X. Maybe you pronounce X, Twitter, because it's still Twitter.com. <laughs> it's it's, like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like Prince's weird symbol yeah. phase where it was,
0: where it, it was the artist. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that's the case. I don't. Boy, the amazing thing is that it's still going to me. It hasn't, Twitter or X? Yes, that it hasn't hit that fatal thing where it can't continue, and that fatal thing maybe not paying their server bills. I don't know. We'll see you soon enough.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I feel
0: like it's getting close though. If you chase enough people away, you need. To-
2: Thank you for listening to Binary Jazz. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can visit us online at BinaryJazz.us or follow us on Twitter at, at BinaryJazz. Special thanks to Serpiente Negra Ensemble for the use of their tracks for our intro and outro music. You can find them online at SerpienteNegra.BandCamp.com. Don't forget that you can ask us a question through the form on the website or on Twitter, and we'll read it aloud on the next episode of Binary Jazz.